Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you build wealth, do work you love, and create great relationships. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by my colleague, the fabulous Rachel Cruz, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. That's very nice. Feels right. Yeah. The adjective, yeah. I'll take. Uh, you know, I feel like mailing it in and just going, eh, I'm Ken Coleman with Rachel Cruz. Come on, let's bring some <laughs> That's excellence. That's what some do. I'm supposedly the work guy, right? Do great work. I yeah. feel like you need a great introduction. So, Yep, in my work. It's not flattery. It's just me so trying to you. bring it on this Friday. Thank you, Ken. Finishing well we today. We need to finish well. The fabulous. We got three hours ahead of us. <laughs> mother of three. Wife to Winston, she is, Rachel Cruz, multiple best-selling author. She's here to take your money questions. I'll take your questions about work, uh, getting that income up, and uh, everything in between. So let's get right to it. Abby joins us to kick things off in Salt Lake City, Utah. Abby, how can we help? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Super grateful. Well, we're grateful to talk to you. What's happening? My husband and I just finished Financial Peace University through our church. Very blessed for that. We're 27 and 28. Wow. Good and for you guys. We just got into our careers and we're making a lot more money than we're used to and have great guidance from y'all. Great. And we've always tied that 10%. And since we got our careers and started budgeting, we put another 10% into charity. So we're giving 20%. My question is, we're technically on baby step two, $16,000 away from finishing our student loan debt and being completely debt-free. Nice. We're about two to three months out. And my question is, are we jumping the gun by overgiving? Um, no, I wouldn't say so, Abby. I think what you have to realize and people listening right now, you know, especially when you're in that baby steps, you know, one through three. Um, we still encourage giving. We talk about giving, you know, 10%. And the way we've kind of viewed it is you're practicing that giving muscle, which I think is very important to just the character of who you are through this process. So you are making it a habit of living with an open hand, which is really important. So you're doing that. And then as much focus and intensity we can put towards paying off debt, getting an emergency fund built. And once our house is in order, then you're able to give radically above all of that and especially when you get to baby step seven you know you're just investing at that point and no debt at all including the house payment is done then you're really really able to give so um so what i would say to you is you know understanding that yeah giving is is very crucial but when you give any amount of money right that is quote-unquote taking away from progress and baby steps two and three um, so we want to have that balance, if you will, because we want you to give a little until you can give a lot. And so, but what I would say for you guys is also, I'm not legalistic about the subject at all, because if you feel compelled and there's a conviction, you know, on you guys that are like, no, 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 this is what we're supposed to be doing with our money, then do it. I'm not going to sit here on the other side of a radio show, you know, or a radio call and tell you not to do that. Um, but what we teach just so you, so you hear that Abby is just that full philosophy of giving something until you're able to give a whole lot more because you're out of debt and your house is taken care of with an emergency fund. 
So the fact that you guys are yeah, charity. yeah, two to three months away. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're you guys are fine. You're fine. I don't want to be legalistic about it, but I also don't want people to hear on the other side. Oh my gosh, I gotta give away half my income in order to be a, you know, a good person or mm. whatever the thing may be, right? So that giving element mm. is really important, um, and it can be practiced so much greater in magnitude when you have these other things taken care of. Gotcha. How's that feel? Make sense? Yes. What are you guys doing, by the way? You said you got your careers lined up. What what are you guys doing? Yeah, so we were restaurant servers, got through school with some student debt and everything, worked that whole time. And now he's an engineer and I'm in human resources. Nice. Good for you guys. What's your collective uh, take home? Uh, Excuse me, just uh, gross salary. Yeah, one twenty-five gross. Wow, that's great! And you Very said uh, sixteen thousand left in Baby Step Two. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What's your uh, nice? So, how soon do you think you're going to pay that off? Uh, it looks about two months. Wow, getting after it! I know, Abby. That's so great. Yeah, and I think you got. I mean, your heart is in the exact right place. Yeah. I mean, you're doing great. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't steer you one way or the other. And I hate to be ambiguous about it, but. Um, yeah, I think the, I think the principle that you stand on, right, mm-hmm. is one of an open hand. Yeah, generosity and, is And that's very so good. important. And mm. so for most people, they're not doing that at all. And we encourage that. But then also, you, you know, scripture is very clear that you want to take care of your whole household first or you're worse than an unbeliever mm-hmm. too. So you don't want to get behind on anything. And, and again, that progress you can make when you're out of debt and you have an emergency fund in place, the margin you have, I think, from a mental standpoint and a financial standpoint, it's just so much greater to give even more. Yeah. And you guys got a plan. You're two months away from being completely debt-free, and then you're going to fill up Baby Step 3 and that emergency fund pretty quickly, is my guess. Uh, and the whole time, the spirit of giving, it's just you, you are the person you are, you know, uh, when you're in debt, when you're out of debt, and and money reveals a lot of character. So I got to ask you this as a young couple. How's the budgeting process for you guys in this? In this, I mean, you guys, you guys got a lot of uh, chemistry. How's that gone for you as a young married couple getting out of debt and, and using the budget? And it's been it's been life changing. I'm I'm the financial mind. He's the free spirit. <laughs> We've really come to to grow through, it. and it came in at the perfect time in our lives. Um, in our late twenties here. That's great. Are you using career. every dollar? Uh, we do. Uh huh. I was wondering because you just came through FBU, so that's really really cool. I got to ask you this because I want to talk about you've got a free webinar coming up that I think is amazing, and I want you to talk about it. But yes. I, but I just want real quickly, Abby, what has it done for you guys? How has every dollar helped you in this process? Yes, uh, it has made it so clear on the categories. Um, it's taken a lot of the guesswork out, so we haven't had to you know, do all that extra mind wrenching on what, where things should be. It makes it automated. So we've really enjoyed That's awesome. being able to sit down Love and see that. that. Well, cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. Rachel, I want to talk about this. So this is a great opportunity uh, to find out the details on Rachel's webinar, everydollar.com slash budgeting, but tell folks what you're going to be doing and why they need to be attending this. Yes. Yeah, so we just had one earlier this week yeah. um, and it went really well. I think it was uh, close to 2000 people showed really? up. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And yeah. And I think it's one of these um, really important things that I, I feel real that's really important to your financial journey is understanding how, where your money's going and that it's a tool to be used. How do you use it yeah. most efficiently and when you have a plan for it, 
then you're able to to stretch those dollars. Well, so it's when's really the next important. One? So you can go to everydollar.com slash budging. Jade has one coming up next, and then okay. I'm after her, and then George okay. has, I think, one so or two in September. all the details. Yep. By the way, these are free webinars, right? Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yep. So it's free, free, free. Listen, folks, and you're going to have Rachel, Jade Warshaw walking you through these. All the details go to everydollar.com slash budgeting, everydollar.com slash budgeting, and get up into this webinar. Game changer. All right, don't move. We got to take a quick break. Rachel's back. I'm back. This is the Ramsey Show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney, and one of the most common questions I get is how to get something off your chest. A deep secret you've never told anyone, or maybe something that happened to you, something you've done that you're worried about because bringing it to light will disrupt your life. Anything. I say this all the time, secrets will kill you, but it's hard to know where to start when it comes to talking about scary, dark things. Therapy can be a safe, effective place to get things off your chest, to learn how to say hard things out loud, and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've personally been blessed to have a great therapist who helps me get those heavy things off my chest. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible because it's online, so you can suit it to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. It's time to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deloney. Welcome back, America. You have joined the conversation here on The Ramsey Show. It's a conversation about your life, your money, your work, and your relationships. Let's get right back to the phones. Oh, I am Ken Coleman. She is Rachel Cruz. We are here for you this hour. 888-825-5225. All right, to the phones we go. Jimmy is with us now in Chicago. Jimmy, how can we help? Hey, how are you? Uh, Good. Super excited to be on the show. Great. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Um, I have a, a really loaded question. Um, oh, I like guys. loaded and, questions. Uh, <laughs> That's very exciting. Ken is ready. And, and, a, and, a, and a lot <laughs> to explain here. So um, my wife and I listen to the Entree Leadership Podcast every day um, on our way to the gym. Mm-hmm. And uh, we took the Financial Peace University this past spring uh, as a couple. Um, we are debt-free, um, paid off all of our student loans and everything from a uh, previous uh, sale of our house uh, last year. Um, this year, um, we moved in, or actually bought a 15-year uh, loan, new home, 10% down, uh, less than 15% of our net. Um, we also have a duplex, uh, which was my wife's primary residency before we uh, were married. Uh, it's fully rented. will be paid off in about five years. Um, we also have a three-month emergency fund. We started tithing recently. Uh, all feels really, really good. Uh, this year, our gross income is pacing for about 385k uh, total as a couple. Right. Uh, last year, we took in about 400k. Um, my wife's a professional sales leader. I'm a pre-sales engineer for an IT solutions company. Uh, the reason why I'm calling is because I'm at a crossroad. Uh, I have a passion for technology. Um, really good at what I do, and I have a, a side hustle uh, for, for roughly on and off for about 16 years. Uh, last year, I put a lot more effort into the business and made a gross income last year of 60K. Uh, this year, I'm pacing to make about 100 to 120K. And uh, I have about 23 customers that I you know, manage websites for and do their IT work. Um, I recently brought in uh, two deals this year that will gross $42,000. Uh, and I'm deciding to use that money to pay off $24,000 in business. That majority of, of it is my truck mm-hmm. uh, that's in the business name. Um, 
And then just to kind of get into some of the, the details before I get to my question, um, my, my technology company uh, also started a video blog brand focusing on pool and billiards. And I am so feel like I'm so stretched thin because mm-hmm. I get calls you know, and requests constantly from my side hustle customers to my full-time role. Um, you know, uh, I can't give 100% of my full-time job plus my side hustle. It's killing my momentum. How much are you um, making right now in your day job? My day job, um, it's it's roughly between because I am part commission, part uh, salary, so it's roughly between two hundred to two forty. Mm-hmm. And you guys have the only debt you have is this business truck, yes, and the rental. Uh, and the rental, yes. Mm-hmm. How much do you have? How much do you owe on the rental? Uh, the rental is about one hundred and forty k. What's it worth? And it's um, it's worth about three, roughly about three hundred, three eighty. Do you guys like it? Do you like the rental property or is it a headache? We, we do. We do like it. Um, I, I love renovating properties. Um, it, I, I have had about three homes that are renovated in the past and I love doing it right now with our renters. It's we're bringing in about $3,800, which we're doubling up on the mortgage to get it paid off in about five years. Did you already renovate it? Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I know what your question is. Uh, um, so go ahead and hit me with it. I think I, I think I know what the question is. What is the question? Yeah. So I mean, my, my job is stable. It, I have an upward trajectory for the uh-huh. company. You know, I, I can move into a director role and whatnot and make even more money over the years. My wife and I recently got married. We're planning on starting a family. And I'm a bit anxious to taking the plunge and taking my company full time. Um, you know, I do have a good friend who owns a five million dollar a year IT company. He'll be he'll be retiring soon. And I'm wondering, do I negotiate an owner financing buyout um, during that time? You know, if you're in my shoes, what would you, what would you do? Would you All right, like, slow down. Play? First thing is slow oh, down. Like cool. you, yeah. you yeah. slow down. I mean, you're you yeah. you got a lot going on right now because whatever this yeah. this billiards blog thing, that's kind of like an offshoot of your side hustle. Did I understand that correctly? It is. Yeah, we're actually in the in the process of building an app that's going to help the billiard community right. out, which should bring in some ad revenue and right. Whatnot, but you're but, maxed yeah. out right now. You're already yeah, maxed out and stressed out. I'm stressed yeah. out listening to you describe <laughs> everything to me. And and, and by yeah. the way, I don't say that critically. I go, man, you, you're a high-volume dude. Yeah, you, I love that. Okay, yeah, but here's the thing. Now you're talking about buying somebody else's tech company. And so you yeah. asked me, what would you do, Ken? So I'm going to answer it that way. Mm-hmm. I would not be entertaining any kind of move to buy someone else's tech company when you've built your own tech company from the ground and you're mm-hmm. projecting this year to do half of what you're making in your day job, and you're talking mm-hmm. about this billiards thing, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy anybody else's company, and I sure as heck wouldn't finance it. So I okay. would not even entertain it. It would, if somebody brought it to me out, I went, yeah, I'd rather work for me, and I'm certainly not going to buy something from somebody else. I think you're already at a place where financially, I'd say you may be six months away at max to moving full time into your current gig. It's not like you're taking a huge pay cut. You're already mm-hmm. a place now where you've got to choose, and yeah. it's going to start affecting you physically, mentally. Uh, it could affect your day job. Your wife's making good money. I think you're pretty darn close to making the move. Yeah, Jimmy, if you went full-time, if you like had a dream world where you weren't doing your day job, how many more like have you have you projected it out that you could take on X amount of clients that are that are realistic that you could actually get? what that income comes like have you run those numbers cuz i bet uh, the way you're the way you function and the way you think mm-hmm. in my head you're going to get back up to 200 i would think yeah I, 
I, I agree. There's a, um, a small town that I, I have about four or five customers literally in that town. And if I expand out to much larger companies out there, um, I can easily double that. Yeah. Um, and know, and this is all with the point. assumption, Jimmy, that you enjoy the side hustle more than your day job, correct? Oh, I love it. Yeah, love it. I, I yep. love solution selling. Yeah. Yep. So that's, yep. that's what I'm good at. All right, yeah, so, Jimmy, great. here's what I would do. I'm not telling you to do this. So I want you to hear me stipulate. This is what mm-hmm. I would do. Since you love renovating houses and you've already renovated this duplex, I'd go ahead and take the cash. I'd get rid of it. A duplex for me is not a long-term hold. I know you're getting good rent on it. I know you're five years away from paying out, but this is what I would do. So at this time of transition in my life where I want to go all in and work for me, I'd sell the duplex. I'd pay off the truck, the business loan on the truck. You don't need that. So I wouldn't go full-time until you paid off the truck. Because I don't want you moving into this side hustle, which becomes your full-time gig with any debt. Uh, so that's what I would do. I'd cash out, and and I'd get stable on my uh, my new dream job, which is working for me. And then over time, maybe you buy something cash and keep renovating and flipping. That's what I would do. I don't mm-hmm. think you have to do that. Yeah. I would clean things up right now because I just feel this... Yeah. <gasps> Jimmy, here's oh, what you know, I you got okay. a baby, maybe I got a little different. Okay, I like this. Yeah. I like sure. options. Yes, I know. Here's my here's well, mine because I one issue is is that the the duplex um, is my wife's right, and and she had this before we. No, no, it's not hers. It's yours. Yeah. It's it's ours. Ours, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, so Jimmy, this is what I would do. You're gonna, you're gonna have it paid off in five years, and and it's not a headache of a property mm-hmm. for you guys, right? So No, it isn't. So yeah. for me, if I were you, I would stay in your current job making what you're making cuz you're making insane money mm-hmm. doing both. Mm-hmm. I would stay in it for, you know, I I mean maybe next spring start to transition out, but I would just make as much money as possible right now because you're really good at that. Pay off that truck, start paying down the mortgage like you're saying, and then when you jump from your full-time job to your side hustle, which I think can become really big. I think you guys could pay off that duplex in three years, keep it around, let it appreciate. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I think you guys have the margin to be able to do that. But I do know there is something to be said of, oh my gosh, you could get out of it. Like what Ken is saying, pay off everything. You have a lot of options then, maybe even to jump from the si- from the full-time job to the, cr- to the side hustle even faster, right? Yeah. By just having that extra pad of cash in the bank. Mm-hmm. And then if you guys want to go get into real estate, you can. So yeah, I, I think you're fine either way. Yeah, um, I like that. I don't hate the okay. duplex, by the way. Rachel, Jimmy, yeah. I don't hate the duplex. <laughs> I'm, I just I wouldn't say person. you were a hater no, of the I duplex. Don't, I don't. But I'm having fun with it. But my point is I wouldn't hold on to a duplex. I'd take the profit off the duplex. Yeah, totally. Give me, give me some cushion and then get into a house and some other real estate because you love flipping. That's what I heard, Jimmy. You like the yeah. rest, at least the restoration piece. So it might have yeah. sentimental value. Yeah. I like Rachel's idea as well. I think you got great options, but I'll tell you this. Don't go full-time for yourself until you pay that truck loan off. Yes, that's good. And then I'd start to make the move pretty quick. I think if you hold on for three, four, five, six more months, dude, you might burn out. You know, you need a nap. That's what you need. You're doing a lot of work. I'm proud of you. Thanks for the call. She's Rachel Cruz. I'm Ken Coleman. This is The Ramsey Show. So here's a quick math refresher. There are only 24 hours in a day, so your business needs to streamline tasks that are time suckers and focus on activities that make money. So to reduce headaches as they scale, smart businesses use NetSuite by Oracle. 
the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite helps you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform. So join the more than 37,000 smart businesses like Ramsey Solutions that have done the math and graduated to NetSuite. And right now you can download NetSuite's KPI checklist absolutely free at netsuite.com slash Ramsey. That's netsuite.com slash Ramsey. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, the fabulous, fantastic Rachel Cruz. We're here for you this hour, 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Today's question of the day is sponsored by our good friends over at Neighborly. They're your hub for home services. In other, in other words, uh, they keep Ken and Stacy Coleman married because I can't do anything around the house. Very different than Winston Cruz, you're, you're, you're the love of your life. He's handy. I'm not. He is. I told him he needs to like start like a like the modern Renaissance Renaissance man mm. site because I'm like the, I, I got an idea for a, this. There's a lot of things. he's gonna hate me for what I'm about to say, Winston. I apologize. I think he needs to start making some cameos on your Instagram page with some quick fixes that all those ladies to that save, follow to, you, to save my and they show it to the Ken Coleman's of the world and go, hey, you can do this. Look at this. Rachel's husband said you can do this in two minutes. Yeah. He'd be a sensation. Who knew the difference between like it. distilled water and regular water and batteries, like all this stuff? It's I don't a, know any a, of that. Yep, See, I already neither. learned something. Me neither. All right. So maybe we should. Okay, keep <laughs> but, going. But Neighborly is but here for, for those, everyone. <laughs> you poor ladies out there who are married to guys like me, Neighborly's here for you. Uh, whether it's a simple repair or a whole list of home improvements, Mr. Handyman's experienced professionals are here to make your home work for you and make your marriage much more. That's not in the talking <laughs> points. That's just my point of view. Visit neighborly.com to find expert home service providers, including a locally operated Mr. Handyman near you. So today's question comes from Mary in Florida. My boyfriend and I have been dating for eight years, and I just introduced him to you and your seven baby steps. Uh He is on baby step one, and I'm continuing to invest my 15% and working on paying off my mortgage. We are 53 years old, live in separate homes, and I'm very nervous about Mm. moving in Mm. and or getting married to him because we think about money so differently. I always think what if and he always has the mindset and approach that things will just work out i would appreciate any advice suggestions or your perspective you might any perspective you might have all right i i before you get into the money i i i gotta, I gotta jump in here dating for eight years and you're 53 come yeah. on it's what time to commit paint or get off the ladder is that the old saying poop get off the pot that's oh one that's uh one too. put a ring on it uh why Sing buy the, the cow when you get the milk for free <laughs> i mean i could keep going i mean this is a situation here eight years 53 yeah, they so, live in separate houses yeah we got we got to wrap this thing up soon for sure uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> as you take a sip mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think mm-hmm. here as a woman wouldn't you want the guy to go dude get your financial life in order commit to me man um, what are you thinking? Well, I would I would give him a little grace. I mean, just well, not, you're very not, nice. You're not nicer in the, than I am. Not in the relationship, but the money aspect. Because here's the deal: he may not know how to handle his money well, right? And sure, yeah, I guess at a certain age, you would expect people to be like, okay, hey, I'm going to be proactive and look into this. But some people aren't, and some of you listening are in your 50s and you're just discovering us for the first time, right? So, I would give him a little grace. Now, if he is very, you know 
uh, if there's a lot of conflict around it, if he's like a no-go on any of this, if he's going to be racking up debt and you're trying to stay out of debt, like if there are values in place that are conflicting, then yes, you need to know if you move forward in a marriage, that is a major issue. That is a major issue. But for him, he may just be like, oh, I don't know. And then, you know, here's it. And it's like, okay, cool. I can I can kind of get on board. That's great. Like he may not I think be, this guy's a he, go along. He may not be as enthusiastic no. about it as but I think that's okay too, because there's a lot mm-hmm. of couples out there yeah. that do our plan where one is like so on board and so hardcore right. and all of it. And the other one's like, Yeah, I'm not mad at the advice and I'll do some of it, but I'm not gonna be like uh, that's a good point. You know, mm-hmm. all in it twenty four seven, like yep. some are. So I think there's a balance here. He feels like the free spirit, you feel like the nerd. But the biggest thing is just your values around money. Are you guys on the same page around that and working together as a team? Like all of that needs to be conversations, in my opinion, with other conversations about other things in life too. I think Mary and the boyfriend ought to come down, uh, come down to see you and Dr. John Deloney for the old money and marriage event, October 19th through 21. Do you have to be married to come to that? Uh, I mean, I don't think we would like kick you out if you weren't. It's not like you're going to check IDs no, at the but, door. No, we're uh, not. Bring your marriage certificate or you don't get entry. We're not Deloney said yesterday that it'd be good for like premarital stuff too. See? Oh, perfect. There I, you go. I, yeah, so there I'm it is. I'm just looking out for the people. But yes, it... Because uh, that, that's about getting on the same page. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Money yeah. and marriage, it's why we call yeah. it that, you know. Pretty mm-hmm. good. October 19th to 21. All the details, by the way. RamseySolutions.com slash events. And uh, money and marriage. So that's uh, that's coming up in October. That'll be fun. I won't be there. I'll be watching college football that Saturday. Uh, I'm not on the docket. Enjoy. Enjoy. Not, oh, yeah. I'm not griping. <laughs> I might send you some pictures with my elbow deep and some chips and salsa. salsa How's queso. it going over there? You and John helping them couples? Hope you guys up on the hill. Yeah. Doing good. My team's winning. <laughs> Go Vols. Yeah, I Go don't Vols. know. I don't know. Is that what you say? Roll Is that what tide. Tennessee... You don't say no, roll tide. No, I don't tide. say roll tide. I was thinking of all the SEC. Like, hey, you better be glad Dave ain't watching today. You just said roll tide. I know he'd have a heart attack. I know. Why did I say that? I don't know. We have, what we is have, in me? We better move on. The rebel. The Let's go to going. Ocala, Florida, where Edgar is waiting. Edgar, how can we help? Yes, thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Yeah, so my wife and I are on baby step two, and the only thing we got left is a stupid car loan, and we finally decided it's time to get rid of it, but we're yes. upside down on it. Okay. Uh, how much do you guys owe on it? Uh, 40. You owe 40. <sighs> oh, hold and, on a second. Where's my Tums? And oh. how much can you sell it for? Uh, according to KBB, somewhere along 30 or 33. Okay. We'll go 33 just to be optimistic. Uh, how much do you guys make a year, Edgar? Um, right now, I'm making around 55 to 60 in between two jobs, but we're getting pay cuts right now, so we don't know what's going to happen. Oh, no. What's it, causing the pay cut? A uh, new system implemented by our um, corporation, unfortunately. New system implemented? Like AI giving you a stuff? pay cut? No. So basically they do, I, I'm a mail carrier, and they do mail counts every so often. With the new system, we had a pay cut back in, back in March and April, and now there's another count coming in two weeks, so we don't know what's going to happen. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, okay, so the 60, is that just you, or is that your wife included? Does she work? That would be just me. Does she work at all? No, she's a stay-at-home mom. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, way too much car. So I, I am with you on selling it. So you're going to have to go. I would go down to your local credit union, and you're going to have to get a loan for the difference. So you'll have to take out that seven, you know, $7,000 loan. You know, you could even up it to, to ten grand, eleven grand, twelve grand to have some margin there to buy a car because you're going to have to replace this car that you're going to sell. 
and then that will be the debt that you attack is that new loan. So a twelve thousand dollar loan is much better than a forty thousand dollar loan. So I think that you guys are yeah, you guys are making making the right call by selling this for sure. So I would just yeah, take a loan out for the difference with a little bit more on top of it to get a beater. Get a car that's not great, that you hate, but you're going to drive it for, you know, six months while you guys work to pay this off, pay off the, the you know, $11,000 or whatever you end up taking out. And uh, and then, yeah, you'll upgrade over time car-wise. But again, this is a not not a great car. And that's your only debt. Is that right? That would be my only debt awesome. before we can taste a little bit of freedom. Yeah, that's great. Yep, I would do that. Do you have Absolutely. another car? Right. I'm assuming your wife has a car. Uh, that would be my wife's car. The car that I have personally for work is paid off for. Oh, okay. So it's your wife's car. I see. Yes. Do you guys so have kids? Now, uh, follow-up question, because the loan is with my local credit union because I am a member. And I already mm. talked to them about it, and they said they cannot give me a personal loan to cover that difference. Okay, then I would shop around then. I would go, yeah, yeah find someone else. Um, yeah, I would go ask, go ask around because... Um, and maybe even lower that amount. And maybe you guys are a one car family for a season too. A lot of people do that. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's not convenient, but but even, you know, taking it down to a one car family if you have to. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah great job, you guys well, though. You guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for calling. And and that's the stuff that, you know, especially when you look at those numbers, forty thousand dollar loan mm. to a sixty thousand dollar I mean, even possibly getting a pay cut. Yeah. So you're owing on a car as much as you're making. So that's the time 100% you're going to sell. Sometimes we tell you if you can pay it off within 18 months and it's less than 50% of what you make, you know, maybe you can keep the car and put it in your debt snowball. But situation like this, Mm. it's an automatic sell. Got to get after it, Edgar. Get after it. Appreciate the call. You guys are going to get there. Don't give up. The best is still coming, I promise. All right, good stuff there. Thanks again for the call. She's Rachel Cruz. I'm Ken Coma. Don't move. More of your calls coming up. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, folks, Dave Ramsey here. There are moments in life we don't want to forget, like your kid's graduation or the once-in-a-lifetime trip. For the big moments, the everyday moments, and everything in between, every dollar is there to help you budget for all of it. It's the simple budgeting app that helps you plan, save, and spend for the important things. Budget for the life you really want every moment of it. Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today, every dollar. This is the Ramsey Show, where we help you win in your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. 888-825-5225 is the number to jump in. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Rachel Cruz, and we're here for you this hour. Hey, we've got a lot of new folks coming in all the time, whether it be podcast. Uh, YouTube, radio, however and wherever you listen to us. And we've got some lingo. We've got, you know, the seven baby steps, and there's a lot of details with that. And we know there's a lot of new language, if you will, new behaviors that you are listening to. And so we've got an awesome way for you to get started in this journey if you're now weighing in and going, okay, I I, want to learn more about this. And uh, you do this by going to RamseySolutions.com and click on Get Started right there on the website, RamseySolutions.com. Click on Get Started. And uh, very quickly, with a few questions, we'll get you caught up to where you are in those baby steps and what resources that you need as you are listening in to the conversation. And of course, we welcome you to call anytime, 888-825-5225. All right, Justin is up next in Madison, Wisconsin. Justin, how can we help? 
Yeah, thanks for taking my call. <clears throat> um, I have a very flattering job offer to, to change companies, and I guess we have some cold feet on the decision and want to make sure we're not making a mistake based on some impressive salary figures. Well, I can tell you right so now, I the can... way you set that up, you've already got a level head. So before you even get into the details, when you say you've got cold feet, what do you have cold feet over? What's making you question this and give us a call today? <clears throat> Well, so, I mean, I work for a good company today. It's very stable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be giving up some of that stability, and then we'd also be moving away from some family mm-hmm. <clears throat> for this. So, and then, you know, and then the financial piece is kind of the piece we look at, too. So, yeah, it's some impressive salary figures, but it's um, a higher cost of living area. We'd be taking on additional mortgage or possibly considerably more mortgage to move there and just want to make sure um, – you know, financially, this is a smart decision. I also have a defined pension with my company today, mm-hmm. which is a very nice perk, but is also some golden handcuffs that, you know, yes. sometimes you don't you don't want to leave um, and yeah. limit your options sometimes. All right, so let me um, remove, but, so let's do a little fun exercise, okay? Let's remove moving sure. away from family. Let's remove uh, higher cost of living, including a bigger mortgage. And let's just compare the, the new offer, the flattering offer, uh, and, and, and let's let's also take away the the bigger pay bump. All right, so let's take the job as the job, the new offer just as the job. Let's remove all that other stuff. If if that were the case, would this be a no brainer? Would you still be mulling it around? What's the answer now? No, I'd, I'd do it. I mean, it's a better job. Tell it's me why. More, Tell me why. My, it's, I've worked in that space before, and it's kind of where my passions are as far as what, you know, excited to get up in the morning, except, you know, you work all day long and before you know it, it's five o'clock and it's time to Good. cut it off versus kind of, versus just grinding it out and watching the clock, you know? Now, you also mentioned in the in the current job, you mentioned the word stability. Is there anything about this new company with the new job that, that doesn't feel stable? So I'm familiar with the firm I, i've worked with them in the past they're a partner with my current company so we had a prior relationship so um i think from you know a hiring perspective they might be you know a smaller company they might be a little bit more flippant about you know terminating people or making changes um but i'd also say this company has pretty good stability too that's one of the things i respect about them you look at their org structure and good. they have a lot of 20 30 year employees there that are very loyal to that company. okay good so the reason i ask you to walk through that uh is because what you've done here is you've now hopefully identified you heard yourself say that that it's just change and the very notion of change sometimes feels like instability so let's talk about where you would move to Let's talk about, I want Rachel to dive into some of these numbers so you can feel good about this. Where would you be moving to and what type of house? Uh, what do you owe on your current house? Let's say we made the move. Walk us through the financials. Sure. It's uh, Boise, Idaho is the destination. Um, oh, Boise is so great. Currently, yeah. So currently we owe um, about 150000 left on our mortgage today. What's and, the house? What could you sell it for? Uh, seven fifty. Oh, oh, wow. Yahtzee. Good job, y'all. I like where this is headed, Justin. Okay, so then... Um, so for a similar caliber house there, you'd probably be talking another $200,000, though, in that market. What, eight fifty? No, probably more like nine fifty. 
or even a little more. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Nine fifty. Okay, well, wait a second. Does it have yeah. to be the exact same size house? It doesn't, but I mean, yeah. we've taken a trip out there and based on where the kind of area okay. we'd like to live and what the home calibers are, that's what we'd be looking and at. And what are you going to be making in the new job? Um, so right now I'm making like 160 to 190 with bonus, depending on the year. This job is probably 300 to 350. Okay. So listen, with the equity in your home, if you go and just say, Hey, we're going to take all of that equity buy a $950,000 house. If that's what you guys choose to do. Yeah. Yeah. Then you guys only have, you know, you have a $300,000 mortgage. Nothing. And you're, you're making 300,000. So you guys could pay this thing off. And yeah, it's not like you guys are moving to Southern California or San Francisco yeah. or the Bay Area or something, right? I mean, this is this is very doable, Justin. You're a very cautious mm. person, maybe a little scarcity mindseted at times. I'm not going to just label you that, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say at times. So I want to be someone that just says numbers wise, there there is nothing like liberal leaning on it, right? You're this is very conservative numbers very doable a very doable lifestyle with this change uh if you guys choose to and just like ken said you may not even need you know you may not want the nine hundred fifty thousand dollar house maybe you find one for 800 mm. but but even if you do justin hear me say if you guys took out a mortgage for three hundred thousand three fifty you're still gonna pay it off you're, yeah yeah you got a you, better life work you love with a ladder uh boise's a wonderful place to live uh, did we help with this fear? What, what are you feeling right now as we walk you through those numbers? No, that's, that's very helpful. I mean, I think, you know, there's there's various pieces of it, and the financial one is kind of the one It's like, well, it could be an expensive house. and You, you won't even feel it. it. And, uh, do you acknowledge I, I that what I'm, Rachel just said, if you were to do that, you wouldn't even feel that? No, you're right. Okay. Because you're making significantly more. And yeah, you'll be, you know, you'll be doubling your mortgage. You owe 150 now, you'll probably owe 300, but yet you're going to be making $100,000 more mm-hmm. in the process. So yeah, you're not being unwise at all in that. Um, and Justin, let me just say, even though you guys have gone there and kind of scoped out where you want to live, I would even pause on buying and go, you guys go rent somewhere Love for six idea. months to a year, kind of settle down and figure out, okay, where exactly do we want to be? Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you know, move forward with the home buying process. So that you, so sure. that part doesn't stress you out, right? Like yeah. the rent, move. Rent for 12 months. Yeah. How's that help your safety gland, which is sizable? And we lost it. And I think he fainted. I think, I think we hit I him with too I much can. information. He was like, I haven't had time I'm to out. process that. I'm Boom. out. I'm Justin, out. Justin, are you there? Justin, <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh we're gonna get a hold of his wife, folks. Don't be uh, worried. We're I, gonna check on him, get him a cold rag, <laughs> maybe a Pepsi. No, we'll sip I, on I, it with a cracker. And I appreciate his <laughs> Little little seven up. So that's a, thank you. <laughs> a little, that's what I was trying to get at. Give me give me little ginger a ale. ginger ale, please. Ginger ale. Thank no, you. Justin, I think you're. I I really appreciate the caution, but yeah. I think this is a win win. It's a win win from just the job standpoint, is what Ken kind of filtered out. It's a better job for you. You're gonna enjoy it more. Uh, you are gonna be making more, and it's yeah, slight standalone. But also think about you know you know, and I know Boise Boise's a larger town in the you know Idaho area yeah but also you know it's it's 
it's probably not that much different than Madison. I mean, like. I like what you said. I love you saying, go in there for a year and rent a nice house, settle, just chill. Yeah. You, yeah. you think that neighborhood that you saw is the one you want to go to? Well, of course. You know, sure. I rarely buy the first pair of nice shoes I look at. I, I like to look around, Rachel. <laughs> Do a yeah. little research. I want to walk around in them. See. I'm going to go to this store, See walk around in their shoes. <laughs> and I think that's a really good idea to take your yeah. time. You've already got a massive transition. So good Do advice. Do it, Justin. There. Do it. Do it. We like it. She's Rachel Cruz. I'm Ken Coleman. This is The Ramsey Show. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving and storage studio, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman with the extreme privilege to be sitting alongside the one, the only, the fabulous Rachel Cruz, my colleague, friend of years. Thank you, Good to Ken. see you, Rachel. Kenneth Coleman. Come on. Hey, oh, she's the only person in the building that calls me Kenneth. Kenneth. Uh, that I will allow, by Just the way. Just feels right. From you, it does. Great to be with you here Good on a Friday. Good to be with you as well. Uh, we had it. We have we already had a fantastic first hour. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Amarillo, Texas. Alan is waiting for us there. Alan, how can we help? Hey, guys. It's a pleasure to talk to you. You bet. So... I hear all the time, <laughs> don't finance a rental property. So I have been diligently saving and I'm about ready to, I think, pull the trigger on getting a rental. The problem is I would like to hear you guys' opinion on how to like structure setting out myself for success when it comes to, you know, doing this as a business. So how much money have you guys saved? I, um, about one hundred and seventy thousand. Mm-hmm. And what are you looking at buying? That's that's why I'm calling. Uh-huh. Actually, all right. So, I, I was going to see sort of deal recommend something like multifamily or single family, something that you know multifamilies are cheaper but harder to sell from what I have noticed online. You know how do you how do you recommend taking next steps as opposed to uh you know, for the structuring of the deal as opposed to just the financing side. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a great question. And and real estate is something that, you know, we talk about a lot on this show is just another avenue to building wealth. And I know yeah. the, you know, one of the best ways that you're going to just make money in general, Alan, because we look at real estate specifically, I should say we, within the Ramsey family, the way that I've seen it always kind of the, the viewpoint on it is that it is it is a long term play that you're not gonna you know you're not gonna be getting rich off of the rentals that you're getting every month. It really is a it's an equity play. Uh, it's even a play to say, hey, we're gonna keep this for decades and even pass it on, you know, maybe to my kids. You know, so like there's Absolutely. it's a long term play. Is that what you're kind of is that your mindset or is this is it more? Hey, I want to get into something, flip it, maybe make some money on it, but I'm gonna do it with cash because there's two ways to do it. Not you know neither one's right or wrong. I'm just curious what your mindset is. Well, my mindset is I want to buy something that I can get into and I plan on holding for a long time. Now, whether that's turnkey ready for somebody to move in or I need to fix it up because yep. I personally like doing that kind of work myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be the that would be the play. But things like should I set up an LLC for a property? Should I just 
do this under my name? Like, what do you guys recommend on that front? Well, before we get into that piece, uh, do you have any debt? I do not. Okay. No. And do you have, do you have, the, do you have three to six months? I've been a listener for okay, gotcha. 20 years. What so baby I, step are you I, on? I got through college without debt. I guess, uh, well, I guess that'd be four, five, and six. Good. Okay. Um, I'm kind of a, a mix, I guess. Cause Is your primary I, home house paid house off, Alan? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I bought it as a as a wow really cheap house and yeah. Kind of so what That's does great. what does one seventy get you in Amarillo, assuming that you're paying cash, right? Um, you're starting to get into a market that is good three two property, not in the best neighborhoods, but some that are you know decent, respectable. You could get a duplex in a fine area. Uh, they're going to be smaller and usually need work. Um, mm-hmm. you can, you're starting to really break into the market at that point. Okay. Yeah. Now what, now here's what I'm curious about. Where do we go? What's the next level? W- when does it get you into a much better investment? Meaning it's not a sketchy area. It's not entry level. Is it 250? Is it 275? Give me, give me. Yeah, a, I'd say it's around 250. All right. So you're not that far away from that. How much do you make a year? Um, my wife and I make about one thirty combined. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I can tell you, Alan. Yeah. So like the LLC, I think is, is, is a smart play, especially if you're going to have multiple properties in the next few years. If you got, if you guys, you know, look at it and say, Hey, we want, we want this to become part of our wealth building strategy. Uh, then at that mm-hmm. point, you know, that's, yeah, I think that's a great option. Very easy to do low lift. Um, but I would say the two best things to remember, Alan, is when you're buying property, you make the most money when you buy. Meaning if there's any way, which I know the market right now is just crazy, but sometimes with those wow. types of properties that, you know, I mean, if there is foreclosure, short sale, any way that you can get a deal, which I know is very hard right now in the market that we're in, but that's going to be your most, that's going to fast forward your jump start in this equity process to get as much equity as you can at the buy. And I know know, Dave's rule of thumb with investment was always, I think it's around like trying to get it at 70% of value and you having cash is going to be a really, that you're going to, that's a great negotiating tactic that you're going to have to be able just to pay for it. That you're not to go through financing and everything. And that's going to look really appealing. So again, any, any possible way you can get the deal. And then, you know, I mean, my husband and I, when we, our very first one, we got as, as a short sale back 10 years ago and it was a little, yeah, uh, condo, and it was nasty. And we went in and got new light fixtures, cleaned it up. We rented it for a few years, and then we ended up selling it to help cash flow the build of our primary home. Um, and what it went up, you know, in just a few years was was great. It was awesome. And so we we sold. So just it's kind of that moving at the speed of cash. But the best the best thing that you can do is get a deal on the front end, Alan. And then, yeah, if you can see, hey, I can get a better deal on something that I know I can fix up and you're able to put some money into it, uh, rent it out, making sure that your tenants doing background checks. I mean, yeah, go through that process so that the renters you have are as quality that you can get um, is really important just to make it as less of a headache. But also know, Alan, that you're you're starting a, a side business in a sense. I mean, the the myth that real estate is just passive income is anything but and so you do want to make sure that it's going to be worth your time and effort of what the average rent's going to bring in 
versus how much hassle is going to go in. I mean, you want to really kind of play out these scenarios because it's real life. They're going to be calling you, mm-hmm. you know, at 11 o'clock on a Friday night because, you know, something broke or whatever it is, right? So uh, taking all of that into consideration, I just want you to go in with uh, not a uh, Pollyanna view, which I feel like some people do sometimes when it comes to real I, estate. I, yeah, and I, I think he's very disciplined. So, Alan, I'm not hanging this on you, but I don't want you to get so excited to get there you've saved 170 and i know you can get something i'd rather you save a little bit more and get something that's 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 a much better bet if and that's will. good yeah and and, and to look at your roi you know what are you going to yeah. get for rent and and all of that so there's a there's that math play as well to look at alan but i think it's a great and i think i mean real estate i think is an is another great avenue 10 seconds or less of building wealth five seconds oh, duplex gosh. yes or no you like duplexes? Yeah, it's fine. For, 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 a starter, for a starter rental. There no, it is. I'm not mad at it. There it is. She's not mad at it. I don't know. I got I got judgment problems. I need to get right with duplexes. I don't know what my problem is. I'll work on it on the commercial break. We'll be right back. This is The Ramsey Show. I saw some recent financial statistics, and there was some pretty troubling news. When families were asked how long it would be before they faced financial hardship if a spouse died, nearly one-third said they'd be in trouble immediately. Another 44% said they'd be financially drained within six months. People, it does not have to be this way. Term life insurance plans are just plain cheap, and companies have made it even easier by not requiring exams in many cases. There really is no excuse to leave your family in this situation by not having life insurance. This is why I talk about Xander Insurance every day. They're committed to protecting families with the only products that I recommend, and their team keeps the entire process simple and affordable. Go to Xander.com for quick online pricing or call 800-356-4282. This has to be a priority. If your family is in this situation, you need to get this done. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz, and we are here for you this hour, America. What are your money questions? Maybe get some work-related questions that could have some money ties to it, relationship issues around money, any of those questions. We're here for you, 888-825-5225. Let's go to St. Louis, Missouri. Timothy is there. Timothy, how can we help? How's it going? Good. How are you, sir? Not too bad. Um my question was career related. Um, right now I make $50,000 a year and I am, my wife is pregnant. She's due in March. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. We've, we've been married since last March. So it was a pretty quick turnaround. Uh oh. <laughs> First baby um, on the way. Some changes yeah. happening in your Woo! life, Timothy. Oh yeah. Um, so my current job gives me a three month paid paternity leave. Um, However, uh, I know the vice president of another company, and it's a, it's a totally different type of company than what I'm doing right now. But it has the potential to pay ten to fifteen thousand dollars more a year than what I make now. But there's no paternity leave. I would just have to take my vacation days as my paternity leave. So I'm kind of my wife and I are kind of debating the pros and cons we're on baby step number two mm-hmm. let me ask uh when if you were to take this new job and you're going to make 10 to 15 more is that right out of the gate is that down the line 
Um, I think if I play my cards right, I would be able to make 10000 more out of the gate. Um, it's a sales job. Mm-hmm. That would just be my salary and then okay. uh, oh. commission on top of that. Um, but my commission wouldn't be – my commission rate wouldn't be – as good as it could be right off the bat. Sure, of course. But what's the long-term play? Let's say that they had all of the uh, paternity leave that your current job has. Would you be jumping at this new opportunity for the long term? Right, yeah, probably. I mean, my current boss has kind of outlined a career path as well. It would just take probably a couple years to get to like 70000 a year. Um if you took the so, new job and you use vacation, how much paternity time would you? How much time would you take off? I would probably take a month off. I think I could get. I could. I could get that. How are you going to get a month? How are you going to get a month's vacation in a brand new job? They would just. Um, I think I. I mean, I may only be able to get two weeks, but I think I could. All right. Just, just how much? Just because I have an in with the vice president, um, and I know a few people who work there, and they they seem really interested. So, what if you came home and told your wife, "Hey, uh, I'm only going to take a week off." How would she handle that? <laughs> Probably not well. <laughs> <laughs> the well, three months is nice. The three months is nice, and I and we've been door. I've been door dashing quite a bit, so that's Timothy. Kind how, of much, the plan how much? How right much? How much debt do you guys have left? So we. I just read Total Money Makeover last month, okay. and com- complete paradigm shift. We paid off fifteen hundred since last month. Wow! Great uh, job. I, yeah. Um, Baby step one was already pretty much taken care of just for my savings. Um, so we owe 2000 left on credit cards. I, I plan on having that taken care of pretty quickly. We do have a car, 20000 on the car. I have 23000 in student loans. And then the home is 121000 Okay. Um, okay, so what I would suggest... Uh, Timothy, I would take the new job because you're going to be getting a massive pay increase, which is phenomenal. I mean, ten thousand more off the bat is going to with with better long term too. Yep, better long term. Um, We teach people that when you are actually when you're expecting a baby or a big life change coming up, and this would be for somebody that's about to move for a job or you know there's a big shift happening, a medical something medical is coming up, and that you can foresee. We will say pause the baby steps. So I actually still want you working. The same intensity that you're working, but I want you guys just piling cash. Stay current on all of your debt, but I want you to pile up cash until after March when your wife comes home, baby comes home, everyone is good. You're going to press play, and I would hope by that time uh, you're going to be able to pay off, you'll pay off the credit card immediately. Uh, Hopefully, majority of the car loan you'll pay off immediately. Uh, And yeah, you'll start working back down the debt snowball. Yeah. Okay. But Timothy, I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I think you know, um, and as a mom with three, um, you guys are not in a in a financial situation. You haven't set yourselves up in a financial situation no. where you can just, you know, take off a significant time of work. I think I think spending some time home is is a is a gift, right? Especially as a new parent, there's a lot to do. So maybe yeah, a week week and a half at that point but timothy i would i would i would still be plugging into that sales job and be making these calls yeah. Yeah. um because i'm telling you when you are able to 
get this debt paid off as quickly as possible, you're actually going to, you're going to be a much, you're going to have more margin, I think, to be able to spend time with family, take off when you want. I mean, like, uh, um, and I'm being very uh, compassionate towards your wife because I know that feeling, but I mean, again, it's a big debate, this whole thing. And oh, I think and I'm I, holding yeah. my tongue. And right I know now. you are, Ken, and I'm probably a little bit more on the moderate side of that debate than you are. So we can have that. Because here's the deal. This is I, ridiculous. I no, I think I think there is something about the family unit that is really important in having Wait a second. When you, I got three kids. I love my family. I know you I do. didn't take but you do three days that, off when my kids were born. You didn't take three days? Maybe three, maybe. Oh. It's called. Listen, he doesn't have the margin. He doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Timothy well, doesn't. Did I did I mention that it's paid at my current work? It's not just time off. It is paid. I am. I know, but we've told you. Okay, but okay. we've yeah, told you yeah. to take the new gig. I know. I know. I, I, I agree with Rachel. There. I would, but I will tell you this. I'm going to bring. I'm going to shock Rachel right now. <laughs> if your wife thinks that I'm a raving lunatic with my position, which is possible, then you got to choose marriage and your wife. And, sure. and maybe you stay in the current job where you get your paid three months. Happy wife, happy life. I'm not in any way capitulating here. I'm, t- I'm just saying this may be a real thing here. And I don't want to sound like I have some fun with my position on this. I'll get back to that in a moment. But I want to be pr- I want to be practical to say to my if, I, if if you're my friend and I want you to be my friend, Timothy, and we're hanging out in my back porch. I'm going, where's your wife at on this? And you can always yeah. get another make, sales yeah, job. That's right. That's right. Make and, the decision right, right, together. And maybe yes. talk to that VP. If he's your friend, I go, hey, I want this job with you. Are you willing to wait until I've taken my three months? And, yeah, and, and then I another option. Yeah. I know. So I'm trying to be fair, right, but right. but I will tell you, Rachel's right. She's so much nicer than me, but she's absolutely right that you shouldn't be taking a month off right now. You need to be working, man, to get this debt right. and everything under control. It, <sighs> I'm I'm having fun with the fact that this this is a paternity thing that didn't exist when my kids were born, and I just think dudes go out freaking kill something, drag back, take the feedings at night, help your wife, serve your wife like I did. I mean, yes. I took two a.m. feedings while starting a radio show. Yeah. Okay, I did it. Yes. I'm putting my money where my mouth is, 100%. and everybody who knows me at Ramsey knows I'm a family guy. Yes, I go yes. home. Yes, but I think it's ridiculous that we would choose. To stay home for months at a time over furthering our career, furthering our ability to provide for the very family that you want to be with. And I'm not saying that towards my friend Timothy. I'm saying sure. in general, yep. I think it's a bit much. The wife, a working mom, yeah. Yeah. I've, I'm for more time. Sure. But totally. the dad? Totally. I know. I know. That's all my, so I don't want to put Here's, it in a, You no. know what I'm saying? Oh, totally, totally. Working women deserve more benefits. But dudes, you're the dad. It's going to be okay. Right. I hear you. I just know Sheesh. when you look back, though, and you look back of hundreds of years, though, no, of just the way the family was run. It was an, you know, we, everyone was, it was an agricultural type setting. The family worked together. They did everything together. There's something about the yeah. family unit that is so simple. And while now, the mom was nursing the baby, dad was hate. out picking the pumpkins. Well, mom's got her strapped on her back and she's still working back then. I mean, yeah, so, she had the baby on her back. I know, but yeah. I'm just saying that family unit is. But it is so leave. crucial. Oh my God. Jeez. It's nice to have the help. Toughen up, America. This is the Ramsey Show.
Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Rachel Cruz. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. All right, let's go to Carol, who's joining us in what sounds like a lovely place. Mountain Home, Arkansas. That sounds like a great place to be. Carol, you're on The Ramsey Show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You bet. So what do you do when life keeps getting in the way of you getting to baby step one? Oh, no. Tell us what's been happening. What kind of life, Carol? Well, my 14-year-old car with 300,000 miles up and gave up the ghost in February. (laughs) Yeah. That's hysterical. Traitorous traitorous vehicle. Anyway, I, I spent all my money on getting a just a car to get me around and got that done. Got my credit card paid off in June. Now the car, I'm going to have $1,800 worth of work done on it next week. And I have $500 in my emergency fund. Do I take my $500 and put it towards the $1,800 work and put $1,300 on the dreaded credit card? Or do I continue to, Save up my till I get to a thousand dollars, make the minimum payment on the credit card, and and start paying it off that way. I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, how much do you make a year, Carol? Um, fifteen thousand three hundred. I'm retired on Social Security. Okay, how old are you? Sixty-five. Sixty-five, fifty-five. What'd you say? Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Okay, sixty-five years old. Um, and you have no, uh, no money to your name, no retirement? Of course not. It was always going to happen next year. Yep. Mm. Yep. I hear and that. next year, I, yeah, when I finally woke up, it, I was 55 and, you know, what's the point? Well, Carol, before mm. we keep going on the numbers here, just real quick, are you able to work? No. Um, I've got congestive heart failure. Mm. Um, I broke a or a crushed a vertebrae in my back, so I can stand up about twenty minutes at a time. Oh my gosh! And uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm an old lady. No, can I tell you something? You don't sound sixty five, no, and for you don't. all the stuff going on with you, you've got some spunk, and and I think uh, that needs to be called out. You mm-hmm. you don't sound like you're you know uh, wasting I, I away. Ne- I never smoked. That's why I can sound like this. <laughs> That's fantastic. You, no cigs for Carol, Rachel. No, nope, never, yeah. never have. All right, good for you. Um, okay, so Carol, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. The numbers are tough when you're just living off Social Security to be able to kind of gain some traction here. Well, let me. But I, one thousand two hundred seventy-five dollars a month. I did took your advice, and I mean, I have the strictest. I maybe put away if I don't buy a pop at McDonald's once a month. So I can probably put by $350 into an emergency fund. I don't have a car payment. I don't have a house payment. Okay. And I have about $1,500 in in debt. $1,500. And that's on what? I have two medical bills and a medical bill and collections. Okay. And I pay $100 a month on those three. Okay. So we got a car issue. We got $1,500 in debt, and that's it? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
here's what I would envision, Carol. This may be a little bit of a challenge for you, but but the truth is with you just collecting social security and living off of, you know, of that, there's not gonna be big swings in your budget because the income side is just really not there. Um, so I'm wondering, Carol, for one year, for one year, is there something you can do during the day to make money from home? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a, um, a virtual assistant. Um, I, I don't know, there's, there's many different options, but I just wonder, Carol, Maybe a customer service job. Yep. If there's on the phone. again, and I know you're 65, but I want I want you to be able to be bringing in more than fifteen thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I would have to buy a computer or a laptop. I don't have either one. Uh, do you have you have your what are you calling us on a cell phone a or homeland? A, a cell phone. Okay. Well, I think you can find an old used. MacBook off Facebook okay. Marketplace or something, you know, finding something. So I think having but don't assume that Carol a level of technology. You may what? be surprised. I don't want her to assume that she's going to have to buy a computer. They may, depending on if you get a customer service role or something like that. They yeah, may just provide use your phone. something. Yeah, just be open minded is what we're saying here. But you've got okay. to bring in some income. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the bottom line, Carol. Is I think you know it, it would be amazing what you could do working even thirty hours a week. Yes. Uh, making twenty twenty two an hour, how significantly these numbers start to drop? Because the good, the other great thing is fifteen hundred bucks and a, you know a car issue can be fixed rather quickly by just bringing in some income. Um, and so I think that would be the biggest thing for you. But as far as your car, how much? How much could you sell it for? Could I sell it for? Yeah, how much is it worth? I don't know. I just got it in February. It was a. 90, it's a 99 yeah. Grand Cherokee with 80,000 miles. It had 80,000 miles on it when I bought it. Okay. Yeah, I would so be I, I would be curious, and obviously it's broken, so you'd have to like factor in the medical, but I, or I'm sorry, the, the repairs. But I wonder if you would be able to, to somehow, yeah, if it's worth, you know, how much did you, how much did you buy it for back in 3500 3, 3500 Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering, Carol, honestly, if you could... So, I mean, I just wonder, putting 1800 into a $3,500 car feels like you're just kind of spinning your wheels at that point. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I you could look to see, you know, yeah, is there is there another option out there? Could you could you sell it? I mean, I, 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 I can't in good faith tell you to go and fix your car on a credit card. You know, we're never going to tell you to go into debt. Right. So No, no, I, I know. And that's, I guess, the the main question is do i continue to take money out of my emergency fund empty my my emergency phone when something comes up or do i put everything on a credit card till i get my thousand and then start whittling no. away the credit card yeah, yeah no, no no you're taking it out of your emergency fund you're cash flowing as much as possible that's why it's there in case of an emergency. So instead of continuing to go deeper in credit card debt, use the cash that's there. And I wonder too, if there's something, Carol, even with the current card to go get a second opinion. And I wonder if you can, you know, find something that it's not going to be a long-term fix, mm-hmm. but something to at least get you to and from, you know, the yeah. store or what you need around town mm-hmm. uh, for 500 bucks. And then hopefully you're possibly getting a, getting a job here in the next month. And you're gonna be bringing in some more to to buff up that emergency fund back at a thousand dollars. But staying current, you know, on that medical on those medical bills is key. But I would I would cut up the credit card. I wouldn't even let that be yeah. an option. 
And then when that's not even an option, that's when other options start to come into play where you have to realize, okay, if I don't, if I can't charge it on a credit card, what do I do? I'm going to have to get a second opinion. I'm going to have to look to see, is there a cheaper way to fix this car? No. Um, Carol, I I just want to know what kind of community you have in Mountain Home, Arkansas. Are you a part of a church community or do you have friends and, and people around you? Because you're a, you're an awesome lady. I can just tell. And this is what community is for. Someone might have a car that they're not using, an extra car that you could use for a while. I mean, I want you to have the courage to say, I need help. And I know that's not easy. What's your situation there as it relates to community? Um, Actually, I'm pretty much a loner and I don't have any Mm. friends here. My best friend's in, my only friend is in uh, Tampa, Florida. And um, I just pretty much hang by myself. I don't go to church. I don't have... Mm. Any community groups? I just Carol. I think (laughs) Carol. Listen, Uh I I I really think the time is now for you to to get some community and get out and meet some people and 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 quality of life is big. Good people that will help you right now. You can't do this on your own, Um, and you've got some tough situations here. So I really want to challenge you in that area. But Rachel gave you great advice. Please don't go into more debt. That's only going to make the situation worse. So um, hang on the line. I want to get you a free session with one of our financial coaches. That's our gift to you. They can walk through the details with you. Hang on the line. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, folks, it's Dave Ramsey. And Rachel Cruz. And we want to tell you our number one tip for managing your money well, I'm talking about budgeting. Yes, and everyone knows that I am a huge fan of budgeting. <laughs> well, that hasn't always been the case, though, has it, Rachel? No, but listen, I seriously love it now because as soon as I started making a budget, I learned that it puts you in control of your spending. And my favorite way to budget is on our app, Every Dollar. Yep, Every Dollar makes budgeting simple. It's the easiest way to make a plan for your spending so you can prioritize the things that matter to you. And you can get started today for free. Just download the app and check the show notes for the link. And you guys don't wait to start budgeting. Download every dollar and create your free account today. Do it. It's the best. Talking with you about your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. This is the Ramsey Show. The phone number to jump in on that conversation is 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by the incomparable, fabulously looking fall today. Got her fall style rocking today, if you're watching the Ramsey Show. Uh, the Got audience is loving it. You're getting comments. You, you, you're going with the sleeveless sweater. Once, once the kids go back to school, it's like fall. You just go ahead and break out the fall yeah, clothes. Yeah, summer's over. And I'm with you. We're, we're here in fall. That's I what it feels like. I can't get to sweater weather fast enough. That's a personal conviction. <laughs> sweater weather. Sweater weather. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, we would love for you to help us by sharing the show. However you're watching, wherever you're watching, subscribing and sharing helps us get this message of financial peace, taking control of your life out to a lot of people. And this is fun, Rachel. Um, our fearless leader, James Childs, uh, sauce in the hallway here during our last break and this is really fun Uh, just three of the many many reviews we get that uh, we're asking you to do for us Uh, we've got one from new zealand i listen to the show every single day while farming here in new zealand this is exciting so good i gotta call my mom and tell her that i'm a huge deal finally i've made it 
Uh, I am now global. I, you know, I'm not. Uh, who's that guy? Who's the bald global? He calls himself the global. Who is that? Pitbull. I'm no Pitbull, <laughs> global superstar, but uh, I am. I am on in New Zealand right now. Somewhere, a guy is herding sheep and listening to my voice. It's very exciting. And then we got one from the UK, which is my personal favorite. If I was going to to leave America, you go to. I would. I would become Jolly British. Old chap. Give I me your. Do say, old chap. Give me your yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. I British. love. I love the Brits. They're very nice. I love riding the tube. You know. Oh, look at you're such a local. I am. Listen I rode you. the tube everywhere. And uh, then we've got one from Paris, and uh, so that's nice too. So we are all around the world. That's what's so fun about this youtube and podcast stuff it's crazy the world is truly flat so choose paris london which one uh i've never been to paris oh you haven't no i'm uh, very surprised by this i know nope maybe winston's saving it for a big anniversary yeah who how knows? many years are you guys at uh 14 oh uh, maybe so maybe the old 15 maybe the old 15 maybe yeah. the 25 we'll see okay uh, i think you would like paris you know why everybody sits on the sidewalk at these cafes I know, and with eat. the chairs facing the street. Which is fantastic. It's a very European thing. It's a people watching extravaganza. Wonderful. And I love it. Wonderful. Because I'm a people watcher. Oh, we. It's fun for me, <laughs> you know. A lot of fun people watching in Paris. So there you go. You got to oh. save up your money. Got to go debt free, folks. To remember that. So, all right, let's get to the phones. Boise, Idaho is where Eric joins us. Eric, how can we help? Rachel Ken, happy Friday to you. Yes, sir, it um, is. How's your Friday? Uh, it's doing wonderful. Good. Um, so late last year, I moved to Baby Step 6, and I've been paying extra on my mortgage debt. Um, and I've been able to knock five years off the back end so far. Got about 225 to go. Um, I think it's pretty aggressive, but possible I can pay it off in the next five years. But it's a new stage for me in the financial journey. So I was hoping you could help me learn how to frame my thinking about other big expenses while trying to pay off the house. Now, fortunately, I don't have any immediate needs, but I'd say there's a pretty high probability my car is going to die before the mortgage is gone. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh, uh, Eric. What? And, my, and what? my thinking is like, you know, if I set aside money for a car, the mortgage hangs around longer, but if I don't do that, then I'm going to have to dip into my emergency fund. And wait, did, wait, what did me, you that, say that is going to die? Like wait, an emergency. sorry. His car's going to die. Your car. Oh, I. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dear. I don't even want to know what you thought he said. I thought, I thought it was a, I thought you said a, like it was a, yeah, so, someone in your family. I don't even want to say it because it's just. Oh, so, no, don't. No, no. Don't so say it. When no. Ken said, and then Ken said, and then Ken said, oh, no. And I was like. Gee, Ken, you're a little insensitive. Yeah, no, oh, he's talking about his be car. A heavy call. Okay. okay, what's the car? Ooh, I'm so sorry. We got to give Rachel out. a chance to breathe. What's the car? Oh, it's all, it, it's uh, a 2011. It's an old Chrysler 200. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's got so many miles on it. The odometer stopped like six months ago. But, <laughs> um, Dude, would you have any money to buy a car right now? Buy a new car, Eric. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I do. Um, and that's what I'm trying to figure out in balancing, right? Because to me, like I have an emergency fund, right. but following the steps, like baby step six, I'm throwing everything I can at sure. the house, which has been really fun um, to see like all the time coming off the back end of it. But I also, I, I, I know I'm probably going to need a car and I'll get something conservative, like, you know, for my income. Um, but I, I guess... It doesn't seem like buying a car 
is a reason to go into your emergency fund. It's like, not. It's not. Like it's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's like your car's going to die. You know that the day you buy it. You know what I mean? Do you have no so, cash outside of your emergency fund? Uh, well, I mean, like retirement accounts. I have a, no, I say cash. So if you look account. at your monthly budget, um, do you have any kind of margin over the next two or three months where you could change your budget up, cash flow, buying another car? Because you said it's going to be conservative anyway. So what's that number? Are you going to buy a $10,000 car, 12000 What is it? So I've looked, and I think it's under 20000 Okay. All right. So do you have any other cash outside of your emergency fund that you could put towards If you that? just paid the mortgage of what's owed, not extra on it, right. just the oh, mortgage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been throwing thousands at the mortgage every month. Okay. So what's the margin that you could save uh, up each month towards a new car? 2500 bucks. All right. So five, six months from now? You know, you're getting closer and closer to that, what, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars. How much range? did you sell yours for, you think? Uh, not much. <laughs> the, uh, the odometer yeah, doesn't even fair. work. Okay, that's that fair. sounds a little that's sketchy. Fair. Who's that's gonna fair. buy that car? That's fair. I actually I'd like to see the Facebook listing for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many miles it has on it. <laughs> yeah, and I guess it's a mental thing for me. I know like it's just if I set that money aside. Because it's not an imminent need. Like, I want to be responsible and be prepared when the time does come that the car is no longer functional. And I've put enough money in it to make it last this long. Like, I'm at that point where no more money makes sense. You know, it's yeah. just the blue book. So, so, Eric, the way we look at Baby Steps 1 through 3 is that you are intense. This is like the game on scorched earth. Like, we're just, we're, we're doing everything. Any extra penny we can get in the budget it's going to pay off debt. It's going to an emergency fund. And that that's really where we're focused. And then once you're on baby steps four through seven, which is where you are, four through six, then at that point, it's intentional, which means you can kind of step off the gas a little bit, breathe, have some margin in your budget to enjoy a vacation, save up for a new car, all of it. So again, yeah, saving up to buy a new car will, yeah, delay you months on paying off the house but again we're not trying to be intense at the house it's just anything extra that we have we're going to start putting towards that so i understand your excitement but i do want to give you permission to enjoy your life like you can you can <laughs> pause and save up do you are do you have a family eric i've uh, never been blessed with children but i have the world's greatest wife oh, oh wonderful nice what does answer. she say about all this what, what's her take um well, I think we're we're on board. Like we have these conversations together. Yeah. Um, and this is this is great a great place to be for us financially compared yeah. to five ten years ago. Sure. But it's just new, so it's kind of like well, we, Eric, we're not sure. Eric, I got you. While Rachel was giving you fabulous advice, I was researching used cars for sale under twenty thousand in Boise, Idaho. You ready? I got a two thousand nine Honda Accord EXL. 127,000 miles, $9,800. All right, you don't like that? It's white? Yeah, okay, all right, I'll get you. A, how about a, a gunmetal color? 2016 Nissan Altima, 79,000 miles, 13,500. Uh, uh, got a 2014 Mazda, uh, 116,000 miles, 12,900. I'm telling you, I'm all over it, Eric. Dude, you got the money. Oh, I like white and gunmetal gray, so. 
You what? So it is okay to. So I basically need to like stop a little bit of my insanity. Eric, yes, Eric, yes, you're not insane. Down. You're disciplined, but it's time but it's to too buy a car. You're, you're too. Yes. Slow down a little bit. Get yourself a good car. Go on a nice trip with your wife. It's okay. You enjoy some of this life while you're still yeah. intentional about paying off the house. We love you, Eric. You're going to be job, okay, Eric. buddy. Get Doing you a great. car. Rachel Cruz, good hour. Thank you, America. This is The Ramsey Show. Headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. This is the Ramsey Show, where we help you win in your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Rachel Cruz, who is fabulously dressed in all of her fall colors. She has uh, got the kiddos off to school She's ready for some SEC football. Uh, ready so for Falcon. If, if you're only listening to the show today, you might want to move over to the old YouTube feed at some point because uh, the audience members in the lobby are loving the fall garb. Thank you. You know, you look the sweater fantastic. Actually. Thank you, Ken. Fantastic. Thank you, Ken. So we are uh, always having fun together. We're ready to go. The obligatory compliments are out of the way, and now I can do my job. <laughs> uh, Alan joins us now in Dallas, Texas. Alan, how can we help? Hi, how you doing today? We're having a blast. What's up? Good. So, question for you about student loans. I have approximately $225,000 in student loans. Wow. Um, most, most of it, essentially all of this from uh, my law degree. Um, so, with this $225,000 in loans, there is the payee replacement plan. Um so essentially, after 20 years, uh, they forgive whatever's left, and then you claim that whatever's on it as and your taxes. You pay the tax liability on that. So I currently pay the interest on the loan, which is roughly $1,225 a month to keep the principal where it's at. So I'll roughly pay 14700 a year on that. Um, I have 16 and a half years left. Uh, till I reach the end of that program, meaning I pay $242,500-ish over the next 20 years. Worked out with my advisor that the tax liability, obviously tax code can change, will be around probably $80,000 on that. Um, so coming out to be $322,000 essentially in payments in the next 16 and a half years. So I guess my question is, do I, is it making more sense to utilize that plan and have that, uh, that, that, uh, uh, I guess, let the loan ride the 20 years where I'm, I have a Roth IRA that I contribute, uh, at maximum a year where I can then pull the, after it's been there, the, the principal for 15, for five years, I can pull that out. So I'll have that money for the pay the tax liability saved already at year 20, where I could obviously refi my house, things like that. But just wondering if it makes more sense to, to pay down the loan as fast as I can now or to utilize the program. And was kind of interested on your guys' thoughts with that. Uh, hands down, pay it now. 
start paying on it now. I don't, you know, when you're using words, you know, time frames like 20 years, 16 years, all of it. That's a long time, Alan, a long time. And I know it's a lot of debt. So how much are you making uh, as a lawyer now with this with this fancy law degree? Uh, my wife and I bring home around 200, 230 a year. Perfect. All right. So, Alan, if I were you guys and I woke up in your shoes, I would act like I'm making $80,000 and I'd be paying this thing off in less than two years. Mm-hmm. And be okay. done. And be done, right. Alan. Be done. No, I'm not waiting around on a program. The whole like, yeah, it's like the pay as you earn and it's the t- all. I mean, it's all this stuff. You're hearing yeah. all this stuff and that's keeping mm-hmm. you guys yeah. with student loans around. You're making an incredible income. You have an incredible amount of debt. But I would knock that. I mean, I would I would do anything, Alan, yeah. to to just be done, be done. I agree. And yeah. then and then all yeah. that is yours. You're not doing all this math to be like fourteen thousand an interest. You know, I was all exhausted this. listening to it. I mean, it just be done, much. Alan. You guys are smart people. Be done yeah. and go live your lives and go be great lawyers and make great money and drive fancy cars and do all the fun stuff. Like go oh, do it I all. Like that vision. Just don't be in the cycle of waiting around for programs and trying to figure out the math. Just yeah. get rid of it. Alan, what's your in- income potential as a lawyer? The type of uh, law you're doing? Yeah, so it's the uh, probably would, uh, you know, I'm not a, not a, not in big law, so more of the smaller firms. So most likely going to prior on that. Uh, me specifically, that income included my wife, so she currently makes as well. So probably going to be around that. Three to four hundred thousand, most yeah. likely, just because I don't have a lifestyle. Obviously, you mean you mean work. together? I'm asking you. That was a really yeah, good lawyer answer, but you didn't answer me. What kind of law do you practice? <laughs> uh, I do uh, estate planning uh, mostly, so about okay. that, probably that, that yeah. four hundred thousand. Yeah. So, Alan. So. Uh, and I'm going to go, sorry, a step further, even uh, not to go off track of what... No, it's fine. I want to make more, him more money. I think he can make more money. My point is, is there's ways for you to make more money to fast forward what Rachel's oh. saying. I'm in complete agreement with her. And if you yeah. got really intense as a lawyer... And I the I know you're, I know yeah. you're funding retirement and I know your math brain is really large because you're giving us all this math in this call even. Yeah. Uh, so even telling you to pause retirement probably is making you cringe, but I would. I, I would pause everything... And I, and I would live on nothing for two years and I would just be throwing everything at this debt because you guys could have this cleaned up. And then with your income potential, Alan, like what you guys are, you're going to be millionaires. Like you guys are going to be doing great. If you finally just say, we're going to be done playing this math game of figuring out, you know, what can I dance around here and let this, no, y'all make great money yep. and let that work for you. Let your income be the thing that helps speed up your wealth building, which yep. it is. Your income is your largest wealth building tool. Um, and so I would, I would go scorched earth, Alan, yeah. you and your wife. And I know Dallas, it's a hard city to do that in. It's kind of that Southern LA and, and, you know, yeah. and the lifestyle I agree. creep is there. And you guys are probably used to live in a certain lifestyle with this money, but man, I would freaking buckle down and just say, his, lock arms and his go. law degree and his experience and skill set is an opportunity to print money. And I'm not being crazy about this, but you can make more money. And I would be billing more. I would be finding, can I do some freelance legal work? What what does a move up the ladder look like to get to what you said to get to freedom? And this brings up something that I think is really important. I am I'm not a doomsdayer, you know this, Rachel. I am concerned about the forty million plus Americans that are about ready to get hit with a reality that's been paused for a while, and that is student loan payments. Yeah. Uh, are coming due in October. 
And I think there's going to be a lot of pain in this country. And so we've decided, we've decided to say we're going to jump into this, and we're doing a very important event. It is a free event. It's our student loan debt live stream, Tuesday, September 12th, 7 p.m. Central. Dave Ramsey, Rachel Cruz, Jade Warshaw are going to be talking about how we got here. But more importantly, if you're here and that's student loan debt, is there hope? The answer is yes. Is there a way out? The answer is emphatically yes. So we want you to join us. It's a free live stream. Listen, tell your friends, your family members about it. If you know somebody that is feeling the weight, the pressure, the stress of those student loan payments coming due, please join us. September 12th, it's a Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Central. Here's where you get the details. It's free. RamseySolutions.com slash student loans. RamseySolutions.com slash student loans. It's an important night, an important conversation. Don't miss it. Hope is going to be there. RamseySolutions.com slash student loans. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show, where we help you win in your money, in your relationships, and in your work. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz. The phone number to jump in on the conversation is 888-825-5225. So here's a quick question for the audience. Who likes free cash? I'm waiting. Me. All right, my, my hand is up. I hear the hands. I hear the hands <laughs> going up all over the place. Seminar. Uh, good. I, I'm glad you like the free cash because you've come to the right place. You could win one of our $500 weekly prizes or the grand prize of $3,000. If you want to increase your chances, all you have to do is enter daily at RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. So that's RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. You can also get our best-selling books like The Total Money Makeover, From Paycheck to Purpose, and Own Your Past, Change Your Future for as low as just $12. And you can pre-order our colleague, Dr. John Deloney's brand new book, Building a Non-Anxious Life, where you can learn the six daily choices to break free from anxiety. And when you pre-order that now for just 20 bucks, you get $75 in free bonus items. And then our popular all, uh, let's see, questions for humans conversation cards are on sale for $12. Um, so you can see here, we got a lot of discounts, great deals in August. And while you're there getting great deals, you're signing up to win cash. So that's kind of fun. So all you got to do is shop the sale today and uh, enter to win daily at RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway or RamseySolutions.com slash store. So there you go. All right, let's get to the phones. Julie joins us now. Oh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, the Packers, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Do you know what any of that means at all? Nothing. The Packers, Lambeau Field. Yes. All right. But it's football It's my favorite time. Ken. You right. know, when you host with Ken and a city comes up, it's like, oh, the I old get, get, Empire <laughs> State of Mind, New York City. I get a little excited. The I like Cowboys the re- play in Dallas. And right. I like here. the references. We got Dallas coming up next. <laughs> like he a, pronounces them right. Like an old man. <laughs> Thank you very much. There it is. All right. Green enough. Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I can't help myself. Julie, I, are you a let's get Julie let's on. Get Julie I want to know. On. Are you a Packers fan, Julie? Hi, Rachel and Ken. Um, I guess I have to be because oh. I live in Wisconsin, right? Right. I know. I actually live a little south of Green Bay, but um Right. We'll yeah, claim it. They give us a general area. 
And so I got a little excited. Um, I could tell Julie that you yeah. could care less whether the Packers win or lose. It doesn't matter. I don't think they want to spell Oshkosh, so. Oh, you're in Oshkosh? <laughs> I am. Is that where Oshkosh Bagosh was founded? I don't think so. In Oshkosh Bagosh, yes. Is yep. that right? The Oshkosh yeah. clothing brand is from Oshkosh, Wisconsin? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Julie, I'm so glad you called today. Julie, Rachel knows this. With you made my day because I'm going to go home and drop that in the conversation tonight (laughs) with my wife. I'm going to be like, "Did you know that the Oshkosh little brand we buy for kiddos, Oshkosh Bagosh, is from Oshkosh, Wisconsin? Is it Oshkosh? Why am I saying Bagosh? Is that right? Well, that was the that was the commercial. Okay, 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 good. Just making sure. The name brand, but yeah. is the name of the quality. That's it. Yep. That's it. Okay. See, All see, right. see you it. get you get financial wisdom, you get work <laughs> advice, you get relationship advice, and you get the uh, little trivia fact that could help you out at the local bar. Yep. Never yeah. know. There you go. All, <laughs> All right, right, Julie. Julie, we're here for how you. How can we help Thank you? Thank you for helping we've us. Wasted your All time. Right. Oh no problem. It's fun to talk about Wisconsin. Yes. Um. So I am finally getting my divorce. Uh, oh finalized no. Finalized next week oh gosh um it's been a long time coming yeah and i think we're gonna we're just both ready to be done um the lawyers split everything and you know we were very amicable people so i just kind of want to just run it by some ramsey folks here um what to do with my settlement so i'm on baby step two um i've paid off since the spring, I started with Ramsey, and I did take a <clears throat> um, course of uh, financial peace. Yeah, financial yeah. Peace, thank you. And I've paid off about ten thousand dollars. Good for you, Julie. That, yeah. And I had been starting on it before I found Ramsey, so it just kind of like energized me and made me feel like I could really live how I want to live instead mm-hmm. of kind yeah. of living the normal American life. Love great. that, Julie. That's, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I only have about a little over $5,000 left in debt. Good for you. I will be getting a cash settlement of just over $30,000. So that okay. would complete my step two and three. And yeah. I'd have just a little bit extra but then I'm getting a 401k of about 70000 And okay. I thought one time um, someone else had called and uh, they were going to be cashing that because with uh, the quadro, uh-huh. um, I wouldn't get the extra penalty. And I guess I'm just trying to figure out, I right now I'm renting, so what I'm looking at is possibly using that for a down payment on for a house or condo, whatever I end up Mm -hmm. finding. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that could be for sure a great option. Yeah. I don't, the idea of keeping 401ks around with employers of exes and all of that is not a great option. And yes, you know, the 10% penalty that you usually would pay before 59 and a half during, during divorce settlements, I'm pretty confident you're exactly right. I think you can cash out without penalty. Um, do you have any retirement savings on uh, yeah, Julie? I have, I have a pension um, that I'll get about $400 maybe a month okay. um, if I wait till like 65. And then I also have over $100,000 in a 401 
for you? Uh, I just switched it to a Roth. Okay. Oh, good. Good for you. What is your income, Julie? Yeah. What's it? What is your income? Uh, My income right now is about $90,000 a year. Fantastic, Julie. Julie. Can I just say, Mm -hmm. like, the everything, Mm. you know, in your situation, not just the math and the numbers, but just even your attitude, Julie, Mm. through all this. is is such on the encouraging positive end you have a lot of momentum positive momentum your way mm-hmm. through like a really sad um situation so how long was the the whole divorce um how how long did all of that take because you said we're finally done with it well the <clears throat> once i went to a lawyer it went quickly we were going to do you know uh do our own divorce but it's just so hard uh, I think dividing stuff up and knowing legally what all the rules are and stuff. Sure. So I felt it was just worth it to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that worked out, uh, really well. <clears throat> um, so, um, and I think, <clears throat> go ahead. I was just going to say, I think, um, part of my situation is that I'm, I'm actually 54 years old and, really part of all this was because I need to know I need to buckle down, look at retirement. I want to enjoy myself in retirement um, and not feel like I have to live, you know, uh, day by day and worry about money and to you don't. enjoy myself. Yeah. Julie, yeah. you don't, so you are I'm, in really good shape. Rachel, I would love for her to visit and uh, with, with maybe multiple smart investor pros in her area mm-hmm. just to get a second opinion on that 401k, what would be the best to yeah. do with it? Because you're going to have baby step three taken care of. Yeah. As soon as you get the settlement, you're debt free. You're going to roll through baby step two, baby step three. And Rachel's right, I think, on that. But just, you know, do you roll that into a, into your own retirement account on what you already have? I'd love for you to sit with a smart investor pro. If you if you were my friend and you are my friend now, I'd want you to get a couple of opinions on that. And just look at the tax implications yeah. and everything. But yeah, but that being, you know, if and if the, you decide to cash out that 401k without the penalty, you know, that could be a great baby step 3B of That's the down right. payment of what you're thinking. You're making a great income. Um, Julie, and I think, yeah, I mean, everything you're saying yeah. is is on track. And I would continue to fund your retirement. Like mm-hmm. you're saying, you have $100,000 in there. So you're going to you have such a great head start on yeah. your own doing that. Um, but if you hold on the line, if you'll pick, pick up, um, because I want to give you Dr. John Deloney's new book. It's coming out here in the next few months called Building a Non-Anxious Life. And I think just the healing portion of this for you and the marriage and the divorce is important as well. Don't move. More Ramsey Show coming up. Welcome back, America. You've joined the conversation here on The Ramsey Show about your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz this hour. We are here for you. Let's get back to the phones in Phoenix, Arizona. Ray is waiting. Ray, how can we help? Hi there. Thanks so much for taking my call. You bet. I am on baby step one, and I'm struggling because I don't necessarily know how to manage that feeling of insecurity I keep getting of only putting $1,000 in my emergency fund and then moving on to baby step two. Oh, this is a really good question. Yeah, so tell us what you are specifically worried about, because I feel like I heard you say, I'd like to have more than 1000 saved. Is that what this is really that about? Is exactly how I'm feeling. And like I'm feeling like even when I do get 1000 in it, 
Um, I'm not going to have my budget where it's cut out, where I'm spending every single dollar every month. Um, I just am scared something will come up and a thousand dollars isn't enough to cover and I'll be back in a spot where I got to take out debt. Okay. So do you have margin? Feels like you've got margin in your budget right now. I do. What kind of margin do you have? Uh, it's going to be fluctuating throughout the year. Um, but I'd say it's a good chunk once I start getting rolling on my debt snowball. What's what's give a good us an chunk? idea. What was that? What is a good chunk when you say that? What does that mean? Is that two hundred dollars? That two thousand dollars? So it's going to fluctuate. Yeah, some months it will be like three hundred. Some months it, it can be up to five thousand. Okay, perfect. And how much debt do you have? Sixty-five thousand. Sixty-five thousand. What is that debt? Uh, fifty-five thousand in student loans, three thousand on personal loans, and then seven thousand on a car loan. Okay. And how much are you making a year? Uh, 85, in between 85 and 105,000. Nice. Good, good for and you. Take yeah, good for you. That's great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think part of that $1,000 emergency fund, there, there is going to be a level of angst and urgency, which makes people go through the baby steps, baby step two that much faster because they're like, oh my gosh, I feel like if something were to happen. But the truth is, right, majority of emergencies that we see, mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's new tires on a car, you know, whatever it is, most of it is under $1,000. So majority of it is. And if not, all you do is you pause the debt snowball, stay current on everything, pile up some cash with what you need fixed and fix it. And so just having the idea that there's going to be no debt, that debt is not an option, you find a way to get through it all. You find a way, like you really do. Mm -hmm. So if it's the car that's breaking down, you go and get three options and you fix the small part that you can to get yep. trucking along to you save up to fix the rest. I mean, you yes. just, you figure, you figure it out. And so the problem is, is that debt has just become such a safety net for people that mentally you can't even imagine, you know, not having the credit card just in yep. case of an emergency. And so that thousand dollars will cover most of the stuff that you need. And if it doesn't, you just pause, pile up some cash and yeah. go through it. And right. Here's the deal. I love how Rachel explained that. Because if you think about that, and she's right factually, most of those emergencies are under $1,000. But I got to the point when I first started this many, many years ago, Rachel, I didn't want to touch the emergency fund. And my first step was not to touch the emergency fund. It was, was to rework the budget. Yeah, totally. I yes. paid, we paid our yes. four walls. But I mean, I, I would go, can I cash flow this without touching the emergency fund? Yeah. And Ray, with the margin you're talking about, you gave us a range of 300 on the low end to maybe 5,000 because you've got you know a little bit different income flow. You're mm-hmm. gonna be able to be okay. And I remember one time I'll give you one more story here just to just to drive this home psychologically. I remember it was early on, and Stacy and I we had no kids, and we bought our first house here in Franklin, and we were on this journey. We had student loan debt. That's the only debt we had, and so we were working it and going after it and all this stuff. And our HVAC went out. And I mean, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'd never been through this before. Didn't know yeah. what to expect. It freaked me out for a minute. And I got the guy out there and he was like, all right, here's the deal. We can do a small fix and this will get you through. And then I started figuring out, okay, well, what would, the, if I have to buy a new one, you know, what, how much would that cost? And, and, and by just not freaking out and realizing I didn't have to pay anything right now. I didn't have to get out a credit card and go buy a new unit. There was a way to work through it, cash flow it. And us not go backwards. And we never missed a debt payment that we were paying extra on the loans. Here's my point. When something like that happens, you can always pause and figure it out. You can talk to the people that you get the service from. Hey, let me get on a you know a plan here. You know, yeah. 
it's not the end of the world. I think everybody thinks I got to have that credit card. I got to yeah. have, I mean, we get this call a lot when someone's got, let's say they've got $40,000 rate in their savings account and they call us up and they got $38,000 in debt and we go empty it. Pay it, pay it now. Yeah. Ray, you just felt it right there, didn't you? Yeah. And so this is advice we give all the time because most of those emergencies, the point we're making is you can manage your way through it. You can. And Ray, I mean, a big part of this too is feeling this intensity of getting out of debt. I mean, like we well, that's talk a about, huge point. We talk about yeah. the behavior change aspect of all of this and you have to do something different yeah. to get a different result. And you obviously are at a point that you're not happy with where you are financially. So you want to change your habits. Yeah. You want to change the way you're looking at it. And the more, the faster you attack this debt and it is gone and it's out of here, which you know, you're going to, you know, if you guys buckle down and you work extra, you make some more, I mean, you know, to be able to get this paid off in what, probably three years, uh, it, it, there's something powerful yeah. about having this intensity towards that baby step two, which is really key. And so we want that thousand dollars fast. I mean, we tell people 30 days or less, get that sell stuff, do whatever you can, yeah. get a thousand dollars and move on because you want this momentum to start. And the more you kind of like play K. Okay. Well, we need like 5,000. It's going to take us mm -hmm. six months to save it up. And you know, it just, it just drags the process on as your income continues to go to payments. So getting to that baby step two quickly and going through it as quickly as possible is really the, is your best bet to building wealth from getting to point A to point B, getting your income back where it's yours is one of the biggest things you can do. So it's the fastest way. And again, Ray, you're, you're a grown, you're a grown up. You can decide, you can get off the call and decide to do what you want. But this has just been proven over and yeah. over and over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. That you know what you need, Ray? I think Rachel's right. You know what you need? You need a big win in the next week. So what's the lowest, what's the smallest debt? Was it the $3,000 personal loan? Uh, yeah. Well, one, one is 1,000 left on it and one is 2,000. Okay. So the debt snowball, you're familiar with this. Yes. Yes. All right. How quickly could you pay off that $1,000 chunk? How quickly? Uh, I, I budgeted it in for September. Nah, that's, that's I appreciate that. I said, let's just have some fun here, see if we can get you some momentum. What could you okay. do, Ray? Side something here or there, sell some stuff. How, what could you do to, to get $1,000 outside of your current income before end of September? What could you do? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I need to sell my vehicle, and I could easily have that done. No, well, that's selling the vehicle. I'm not saying we got to jump to that because that's one of your. What's that vehicle worth? Uh, I think it'd be. I think it's worth around like eight thousand right now, and I've got seven thousand left on it. Yeah, but then so, you got then you don't have a car. I, ha I have another vehicle that I get. A, it's a work vehicle that I can use for. Oh, Dude, there's a, there it, it is. The ray of hope we needed. Oh, I see what she did there, folks. A little word do play. Do it. Do it, Ray. Do something crazy. Like sell sell the car. You'll get a thousand bucks. You'll yeah. Oh my gosh, you'll have. We 8, knock out 000. two debts with that one per, with that one sale. What's your car payment right now on that? Uh, Two thirty-five, and I'm paying one fifty in insurance. Boom! You just gave yourself yeah. a raise. Yeah, the car's gone, the personal loan's gone. You're taking a, a little bit out of that student loan, and you're on. I mean, Ray. you're getting there. Ray, you with us? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's the hard. I haven't even got through baby step one though. That's the hard part. I just need to do it. Sell the car and get to baby step one yeah. done. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 
rip the band-aid off just do it you gotta just decide it's one of these things it's gonna feel so good gosh who was i watching on instagram it was some some health guy he's like oh no no you know who it was it was tony robbins talking about some health guy talking about yeah. his workout or something oh yeah and he's like there's no there's no negotiate you just do it you just yeah. get up and do it oh, yeah. there's no negotiating yeah just just just, just move. jump in just do it just do it so yeah. ray well tony robbins <laughs> Cold plunge. Just do it. Jump in the cold water. Just do it. That's going to be great. By the way, I love what you did there. What? I'm going to call this segment Wordplay with Ray. I see what you did there. You, you, you remember what Ray you Ray. did? Ray yes, Ray. Yes, I you, do. I, know I exactly call what you I did. Ray. I call you Ray Ray. <laughs> All right, folks. Ray's going to do it. It's going to be fun. Come How on, many of Ray. you need to just do it? I love it. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. Our scripture of the day comes from 2 Chronicles 15.7. But as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. Oh, this has got to be a Rachel Cruz-themed quote of the day. <gasps> Ooh. None other than the, the good ones for me. Vera Wang. Oh, thank you, gentlemen. How about that? fashion. Uh, when you have a passion for something, then you tend not only to be better at it, but you work harder at it too. That's a Ken Rachel yes, combo because that's I my would jam. Agree with that. um, that's what I do here at Ramsey's. I want you to find work that you really, really love, have a passion for because you're going to make that unique contribution. Vera mm-hmm. Wang, great style. Would you say she's more known for her wedding, wedding gowns? Yeah, that's her. That's her thing. That's how I think about her. But. Glad to know that I got that one right. I was a little nervous stepping out there Did on good. the end of the diving board. Did great. Fantastic stuff. All right, let's go to Fort Worth, Texas now. Judy is there. Judy, how can we help? Hello. Hello, Judy. Hi, this is Ken. It is Ken and Rachel. And Rachel. Yeah. Hello, nice Judy. To you. Yeah. yeah. How are you today? Good. I had a good interview for it's a uh, temp job uh, with a um, school. Great. In a good dean's office. Yeah, and uh, it could lead to to other jobs. So I'm I'm encouraged about good. You know the opportunity. Way to go, Judy. That's a good report. Oh. That made my afternoon. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, my question is, I I have a a pension. It's just. Um, you know, I wanted to know if because I, I I'm paying about sixteen hundred a year in interest mm-hmm. on thirteen thousand five hundred of uh, credit card and line of credit debt. Okay. And it, you know the interest went up, you know, because of the prime rate. And so what I'm wondering is if I should take money out of the pension, about half of it out of the pension, um, and just you know, like take out seven thousand the first year and seven thousand the second year, so I don't pay a lot of taxes. And I figured out that the taxes on it would be um, they're going to they're going to send twenty percent to the IRS, but because of the fact that I don't make that much, uh, especially working temp, um, I'm figuring I'd get maybe half of that back, half of the taxes back. So that's my question: is is you know to save on the interest, uh, should I pay off that thirteen thousand five hundred uh, out of the pension in two years' time? Uh, Judy, how old are you? Um, that's around 65. Around 65. Only Rachel could ask that question. I am 65. Yes. All right. And how much, how much are you making? Well, that's the thing. I, I, I'm just currently in a temp job that Mm. I'm getting about 580 a week. Okay. Okay. Um, what would this job pay that, uh, you interviewed for today? 
Uh, they didn't discuss salary, but it would probably be comparable because it's the same number of hours, and uh, it might be a little bit more because of it's a dean's office. Okay. How much is in your pension? Uh, thirty-one thousand. Okay. Um, any other retirement that you have? Any other savings? Uh, I have a thousand. You know, I made the baby step. Uh, okay. I also have. Um, uh, 460 for an annuity that I took 10 years ago to get my medical paid for for life. Okay. So you have that cash and that's mm-hmm. it. Okay. Because, you know, my, my goal for you is I want you debt free and starting to build up more of a retirement, but that is going to um, require still, you know, you working and bringing in that income to knock out this 13,000. So are you living off the pension right now? I have been for 10 years because I, I took it early to um, get the medical paid for. Okay. Okay. And how much? Yeah. How I much are out of pocket? Okay. With the, with the medical. And how much is coming into the pension to you each month? 40. 40. 440. Oh, 440. Okay. okay. A month is mm-hmm. what you're getting from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really want to keep that pension just in place, Judy, just for your retirement sake and, and have you knocking out this 13,000 from this job that you have and, and maybe even being able to work more hours and doing what you can to get this $13,000 paid off so that you're not touching that pension. Cause you want to continue yeah. to be able to have that into retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's my, that's my knee jerk to, to, yeah. Well, being Guide able to on. do that is down the road because this temp job is going to be nine months and it's going to be 29 hours a week. Okay. So I won't be able to, I'll just be able to make the minimum payments for the Get next it. nine months. And I've, I've taken the Microsoft uh, Office uh, suite classes mm-hmm. and I'm almost done with that. And yeah. so I'm going to sit for the certification. And then this job has a lot of training that would enable me to get uh, a better job. Hey, Judy, can I, mm-hmm. can I ideate with you? Can I throw an idea at you that I want you to be open to? Would you be okay with it? Sure. I think you're worth a whole lot more money than you're getting paid. And I, and I, and I want you to change your mindset from, well, I've got to do this temp job for the next nine months. No, you don't. That's why it's a temp job. You could leave it tomorrow. And mm-hmm. I want you to be thinking about what I've been reading. Okay, I shared this on my show recently. Fort Worth, Texas is one of the fastest growing cities in America. You know this, yes? Judy? Mm-hmm. Fort Worth, yeah. Texas is exploding. Okay. You live in the greater Dallas area, whatever you want to call it. I think you ought to be thinking about an in-home nanny position or something like that with some wealthy families. I my wife and I about 6 years ago hired someone your age to come in and be there when the kids got home from school. She did meal prep, uh, light, very light cleaning, you know, just tidying up laundry stuff that when Stacy was a working mother outside of the home, it was a massive, massive value to us. And she made sure the kids did the homework. And let me tell you something. You just look that up. You can be making mm-hmm. really good money, uh, 30, 40, $50 an hour potentially because your gold to a family, a young family that may have two working parents. Yeah. I want you looking at opportunities like that. Yeah, what a great environment good. that is. you know. And all of a sudden, you're making really great money in a great environment. What were you doing in your job um, before, Judy, before you retired? I was an assistant 
at um, a university, and yeah. I've been an admin assistant since then at a, a nonprofit company. Okay. But, yeah. 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 And I'm just, yeah, the skills are just thinking outside the box, like what you're saying, Ken, because I do yeah, think. I understand, but um, not everybody's a good cook. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, wait a I second. Don't, but don't let me hang that on you. Don't let me hang that you got to cook. The point is, yeah. could you take care of kids? No. <laughs> you can't? No. Uh-uh. Okay. All right. I'll leave that one alone. Uh, that, Struck yeah, out well, hard. Well, on I that just wonder if there's an admin. I just, I just wonder. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't. Don't be I, sorry. But to I, Rachel's when point. When I was just, little, I didn't even babysit. Yeah. My just, daughter has worked on me to try to get me to get on my granddaughter's level. I, it's just. That's okay, um, Judy. But you were a mom, yeah. so you're selling yourself a little a bit short. Uh, well, but to Rachel's point, just thinking outside the box, Judy. I think is what we're trying to do because we yeah. want you to, to. Because also, this pension of thirty-one thousand, you, you know, you you can't just live off that. I mean, we want more in your retirement to enjoy retirement than just that as well. So there's going to yeah, be. I want some, you to raise the level of yes. what work you're looking at. Yeah. Even an executive assistant. You've yeah. done it in the nonprofit right. world. Let's but, get you in the for-profit world. Let's get you out right. there where you can make more money. No, you're coming at right. me with all these but this, but that. Listen, Judy, you're 65. You're able, and I'm, I'm trying to be kind here. You have got to increase your income right now. Robbing your pension to pay off some debt is not a good move for you, period. And you've got to increase your income, and you can because mm-hmm. you've got to build yourself some margin. That's what I'm getting at. You are right. worth more yep. than just settling for a temp job that's giving you 29 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's what I'm trying. And listen, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to cheer you up and go, hey, you have got a whole lot more to offer. You're not 95. You're 65. Right. Okay? Right. Mm-hmm. You got it? Yeah, I, I do. All I right. Do. Then get after it. Thanks for calling, Judy. Yeah. We're for you. We want, yes. we want to see you have a quality, quality life yeah, here in these next few years. So. Oh, my goodness. Great opportunities. And, you know, here's the quick message for everybody. Don't limit yourself. Keep looking. Yeah. Don't limit yourself. Rachel, great, great fun today. Always good to be with you. Always, Ken. Yes. Thank you, America, for listening. Yes, thank you, James Childs, our fearless leader who somehow keeps the train on the tracks. Hey, we'll be back before you know it. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? Get your daily dose of advice on life and money. Check out all of our shows from The Ramsey Network wherever you listen to podcasts.